Another thing that people are doing is vegan before 6 p.m. So not eating any meat with your breakfast or your lunch. So getting started in that way where you're not worried about dinner, but you're trying to be plant-based for breakfast and lunch. That's a good place to start. Well, it gets you acclimated and helps you save money. Welcome to the Plant-Based Curious Podcast, a place to explore and discover the plant-based and vegan lifestyle. Each week, we'll talk about our own stories and real discoveries alongside our experts and experienced guests about changing behaviors, whole food living, nutrition, and the amazing facts and positive curiosities about veganism. We're here for you as a guide and a place to gather resources. But with the simple click of our subscribe button, you're allowing yourself a little time and good energy to listen, laugh, and indulge in the lifestyle you may love. Please welcome your host, a certified holistic coach and plant-based lifestyle believer, Diane Randall. Hello and welcome. Today I want to talk about a topic that's near and dear to my heart, eating plant-based on a budget. As someone who's been living a plant-based lifestyle for almost two decades, I've learned a thing or two about how to eat delicious and nutritious meals without breaking the bank. Today, I'm excited to have Tony Okamoto, the author of Plant-Based on a Budget, Quick and Easy, and the founder of Plant-Based on a Budget, the popular website and social media platform that teaches millions how to eat more plants without breaking their budget. She's joining me here to talk about this topic. Tony, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to chat with you today. Let's start with the first question, which is the biggest question. And I'm sure you hear many people say, and our listeners really want to know, why do people think that eating plant-based is so expensive and what can they do to change that perception? I think it's a lack of education. And I, I believe that because as far as I can remember, food was not something that was about how it made me feel or with an emphasis on produce or anything like that. It was all about just tasting good. And the foods that tasted good were more processed foods. And the foods that I relied on with my family, I, I was with a single father who worked a lot, had two kids to take mm. care of. We had sports, all the things. The foods that were easiest for him were box mac and cheese and hamburger helper and top ramen. So I understand, but I think it's because he didn't realize, he didn't know that if you did a little bit of meal planning, your food can stretch a lot further than one meal if you were eating a whole food plant-based diet. Wow. So some of the perceptions, and I hear this too, that is so expensive. But what people don't realize is if, if you're eating whole food plant-based, you're not hungry all the time. Mm. Do you feel that some of the difference? I, I do. And I also think it's preparing the right food yeah. and making sure that you're having something that's hearty instead of eating a big salad and then going and, and doing an hour at the gym and expecting to feel good uh, and satiated afterwards. So eating something that's hearty and packed with protein and a variety of different plants is going to set you up for better success than <laughs> eating some romaine lettuce and some cucumber and tomato. 
With that said, what are some of your go-to, simple go-to recipes that you'd recommend to someone just starting out? Now, I will say that I did watch What the Health, and Mm -hmm. I saw you going down the grocery aisle demonstrating the types of food that you can buy to make a meal. So if you could just share a little bit about what a simple recipe might look like, I think that would help listeners. I really love things that I used to love eating before I became plant-based, like pasta. Pasta with some sauce and some veggies and maybe a can of cannellini beans or some garbanzo beans or kidney beans. Uh, For breakfast, I like oatmeal. It's simple. It's something that I've grown up eating. It's very economical, and you can put some banana in there and Mm -hmm. some sunflower seeds. Those are the cheapest seeds. And then another dish I really have been enjoying lately is black bean chili. I went to Walmart recently and was able to get everything I needed for $5 and it has six servings. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. And those recipes sound so delicious. So how do you recommend people balance their nutritional needs with their budget constraints. And and you're talking about this now. That's what you're telling us. You can go to Walmart. You can get canned food. You can get food really cheaply. Absolutely. I've done videos for what I eat and what I buy at Dollar Tree and at Walmart and show you how you can eat wholesome burritos from Dollar Tree with brown rice and pinto beans and some salsa. You can add in a variety of vegetables that they have there too in the frozen section. For breakfast, they have frozen fruit so you can throw together a hearty smoothie. I like to add in some oats into that smoothie just for extra sustenance. But it really is surprising when you're looking to see what you can find that is healthy and is going to keep you nourished all day. So what I hear you saying is you have to be intentional about that shopping and looking for foods to help balance your budget. Absolutely. First, you got to take a look at what you have on hand so that you're not going to the grocery store and buying all new groceries. (laughs) Then you fill in the gaps. I like to make a grocery shopping list and fill in the gaps. So I have pasta. I need sauce. I have peanut butter. I need jelly. It's bad to go to the grocery store without a plan because Then you just shop impulsively and throw anything that looks good or that looks to be on sale in the cart. And when you get home, you have no plan. You have no, you have that, you have that pasta still, but you didn't buy sauce. And so now you can't make your pasta. So it's good to be a little bit thoughtful and shop with intention when you're at the grocery store. And then also make sure that you are not falling into the marketing traps at the grocery store. There are so many marketing traps that you can fall into, especially the big giant sale signs or the end caps or right at the registers. You've got all this, all these goodies that look delicious. Yeah, But those are all designed to get you to spend a little bit of extra money. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that, especially if we're shopping on a budget. Right, right. (laughs) We just want to focus on what we need. So you have a new book coming out. Does it capture some of the recipes that you're talking about? Tell us about that new book you have coming out. My new book is called Plant-Based on a Budget, Quick and Easy. And it was designed to address a lot of the pain points that I hear the most often. People who are budget conscious, 
and want healthy meals that don't have a lot of time to spend in the kitchen creating elaborate one hour long prep meal prep and who want to shop at the grocery stores that they regularly shop at like Walmart or Kroger or Aldi or whatever's nearby their house. And so I took all of the feedback that I've heard for the past 11 years of running plant-based on a budget and I put them into a book that made it as easy as possible and included a meal plan. So not only are you able to cook up different recipes, but you're also able to just go to the grocery store and have the thought taken away that you would have to put into meal planning because I've done it all for you. Oh my goodness. That is just awesome. Thank you. (laughs) So what would you tell listeners, and I'm sure you've run across this in 11 years, people who haven't tried plant-based on the budget, but they're already saying, you know what, that's not going to be enough for me. That's not Mm -hmm. going to fill me up. Mm -hmm. I hear every single thing possible. And even the biggest naysayers have come around and have realized that it can be very filling. It can help your budget. Your kids can get on board. Like everything that you think, that you assume, all the misconceptions, they are challenges that people have overcome all the time. Every day people are overcoming these challenges. So looking for the right support and actually being open-minded, giving it a try and understanding that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Like for me, it took me four years to go from eating everything to very slowly, gradually becoming more plant-based. And I did it at a at a pace that set me up for success rather than failure. It wasn't today, I eat everything, tomorrow I'm fully (laughs) plant-based. So doing it at a pace that you feel comfortable with. And if you accidentally or on purpose eat something that's different, maybe you drink a little bit too much Mm -hmm. and drove through the drive-thru at McDonald's, (laughs) the next meal can be plant-based again. It's cool. It's fine. We're all going to be moving on and it's better for your health to just continuously choose plant-based. And when you say continually choose plant-based at the grocery store, you're saying it can be frozen, it can be in a can, yep. and mm-hmm. it can be fresh. Absolutely. I have a lot of frozen foods always stocked up because it's going to help me prevent food waste. Sometimes I have the best intentions to eat healthy and I go and I stock my refrigerator with all the herbs and greens and all the things. But then I I have to go on a work trip or my life at home gets chaotic or I'm just too tired or I get sick or whatever. Then you have to toss all that fresh food away because it went bad. So the key for me is buying a little bit of that fresh food and a lot of my frozen food so I can mix and match them and not feel too bad if I don't get to it because food waste is outrageous. Nobody likes throwing away their food that they spent their hard-earned money on. And I I, I hear you. I had someone I interviewed a couple of weeks ago because I never ate fresh frozen food, you know, not mm-hmm. too much. So mm-hmm. what I decided is just what you said. I, I throw away so much mm-hmm. with the intention of just pulling some fresh vegetables together. Then I decide to eat something else three days pass, and I have to throw it out. So so frozen is definitely something I am going to do more of uh, in the future because you're right. There is a lot of food waste and that's something we don't want to do. Absolutely. And 
when you're really busy too, any extra help in the kitchen really matters. Mm -hmm. And frozen produce is already washed and it's already chopped. So if you are one of those people who is often so crunched for time Mm -hmm. that you're like, I can't even deal with cutting the bell pepper right now. I just can't even deal. To have something that's already cut and washed and everything, you just have to toss it in, saute it up, warm it up for five minutes, and then you have a meal, then you're good to go. That is so awesome that you say that. And I really appreciate you being here and talking to us about buying food on a budget, because this is like the biggest, biggest conversation that people have. And for anyone listening, it is, it's now and it's an excuse not to eat plant-based because it's so expensive. It's not true. So if Mm -hmm. we didn't learn anything else today, it's that it's not true. Definitely. And if, if anyone is still on the fence, I have done a lot of research and looked up every budget cookbook possible. And something that I've learned through non-vegetarian budget cookbooks is that a tip is always eat less meat, do meatless Mondays. And I'm taking it a step further and saying, if you want to save a lot of money, don't eat the meat. Right now, (laughs) meat is at an all-time high. If you go to the grocery store, it's shocking. But if you go to the lentils or the beans or the quinoa or the slip peas, it's a lot more affordable. And the price has gone up a lot less than when we're looking at eggs and dairy and meat. And that's exactly what I'm grateful for in this moment with the inflation is that I don't eat meat and or dairy right. because that is where the the inflation is. Mm-hmm. You know, people are spending a lot of money. So it's so good that you talked about Meatless Mondays with everything that's going on with the price of food. A Meatless Monday could really into the budget right now. It really can. Another thing that people are doing is vegan before 6 p.m. So not eating any meat with your breakfast or your lunch. So getting started in that way where you're not worried about dinner, but you're trying to be plant-based for breakfast and lunch. That's a good place to start. Well, it gets you acclimated and helps you save money. That is so interesting. That is really interesting. Wow. And that didn't put too much pressure on people. Right. Even if they're thinking about eating meat at dinner, at least for breakfast and lunch, they were vegan. Oh, I love that idea. And you can focus on eating your smoothies. You can do your overnight oats. You can do some breakfast quinoa, tofu scramble. And then for lunch, you can do some of that chili that I was talking about that you could have meal prepped or a quick burrito or wrap, the hummus wrap. Very delicious, very filling, very economical, and meatless. Oh, Tony, you have really, really given us not only some delicious ideas, but budget-friendly ideas, as well as some quick recipes. And it's good to know that we can use fresh, frozen, or canned. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have, depending on the money that we're dealing with. So thank you so much for being here and talking to us about plant-based on a budget. Is there one last thing that you would like to leave our listeners with? I would like to say first, thank you for having me. And second, to anybody listening, just remember it's all about progress and not perfection. I have made many mistakes on purpose, on accident, and I have been plant-based now for 16 years. And I just keep going and going and going 
And I don't beat myself up when I choose a different path momentarily. I just keep going. It's really important to me to stress that. It's not all or nothing. I see it all the time. People get discouraged mm-hmm. after they make a mistake and then yeah. they say, oh, tried it, didn't like it. You don't have to do that. You can just continue the next meal being planned. Yeah, one meal at a time. Exactly. One meal at a yes. time. That That's fine. <laughs> yes. yeah. Thank you so much, Tony, for being here and talking to us about being plant-based on a budget. That brings us to the end of this episode of Plant-Based Curious. I hope that Tony's insights have helped to demystify the idea that eating plant-based has to be expensive. By incorporating some of her tips and tricks, we can all enjoy delicious and nutritious plant-based meals on a budget. Remember, eating plant-based is not only good for our health, but it's also good for the planet. So let's make it a goal to incorporate more plant-based meals into our lives and make a positive impact on our health and the environment. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to check out Tony's book, Plant-Based on a Budget, Quick and Easy, and visit her website for more information and resources. And as always, stay curious. Tony, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on the Plant-Based Curious Podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed our discoveries, experiences, and resources about the plant-based vegan lifestyle. Remember to click that subscribe button so you can join in on our future conversations. Until next time, allow yourself a little time and good energy. 